0: Psalm 104, verses 24 through 26. How many are your works, O Lord! In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. There the ships go to and fro, and the leviathan which you formed to frolic there. Uh, the Leviathan this is such an interesting creature in Scripture. it's mentioned four times throughout Scripture, the Leviathan. It's basically described as a sea creature kind of lives under the sea and it creates chaos and it creates tempests and it creates havoc on earth. It's always a threat it's you know it's always described as a threat in all four places. Job mentions Leviathan, and he he recognizes that Leviathan is beyond his ability to control. It's beyond his ability to tame, and it's it's this kind of terrifying thing every every time it's mentioned. And um, Job also recognizes that it's beyond his ability to tame, but God alone can tame Leviathan. In fact, I think two out of the four places in Scripture where Leviathan is mentioned it says that that only god can conquer this now what's the point of all that what's the point of this kind of sea creature myth thing in scripture i think it's it's this recognition that there are forces beyond our human ability to control we tend to think in a godless society or in a godless life that we are masters of the universe we can control our own destiny our own whatever threatens us we can manage our way out of it but Leviathan reminds us, no, 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 there's something bigger than us that only God can tame. And um, it also is mentioned he, right here that God formed, God created Leviathan. And that's a good reminder, too, that that, that um, nothing happens outside of the sovereign hand and the sovereign plan of God. What, what this leads me to is a little bit of humility when I realize that there are things chaotic In this world, when there are things tumultuous and um, threatening in my life, it it leads me to a humble response saying, You know what? I'm not sure I can manage my way out of this. I need the one who can. I need the God who is sovereign over even this. So, Lord, will you deliver me? Lord, will you rescue me? Lord, will you tame Leviathan? And I think the whole story is, is probably understood, that backstory is probably understood when Jesus is out on the boat with his disciples and the storm comes up and he he tames, he calms the, the, the wind, which was probably believed to have been caused by Leviathan, the sea creature underneath the waves. And the disciples say, whoa, who is this that even the wind and the waves obey him? Ah, yes, he is the savior. He's the one who can tame the greatest things that threaten our, our lives and our world. It makes me want to trust him more.
1: Back in June of this year, uh, I traveled to Alaska to be with uh, my son, Arthur, and his wife, Jen. uh, Jen. And uh, we spent about five days together. The first three days were in Homer, which is on the southern coast of uh, the Sea of Alaska. And one of the days we got in these uh, single-engine planes and flew out to the Katmai Peninsula, to watch bears, Mm -hmm. bears, okay? Actually, they're called uh, Alaska brown bears out there, but they're really grizzlies. And uh, the purpose was to photograph them. But as I was out there, first of all, they didn't show up until the afternoon. And then we had a a large group of bears, but we had uh, one bear male chasing a female. And I was told, and this is what, where I'm going with this, mm-hmm. I was told that actually this is a courtship that we're looking at. And it goes on for about three weeks. And oftentimes, the male is rejected by the female after you know he's done his level best to get her attention. Mm-hmm. And I just said to myself, because I don't think there's any easy answer for this, how do they know to do this? How do they know, these bears, that it's important for them, for their survival, for survival of the species, to mate? And why do they go through this dance of, you know, a three-week courtship? And how does that actually, how do you explain any of that? And then you go to human beings and you try to explain how they fall in love. And it's inexplicable they just fell in love and we know what happens, you know, I mean, they get married, they have children, they, you know, and, and, and the species continues. And I I mean, humans are part of, you know, part of nature. And when you're talking about Leviathan, it's the same thing. How do they know? How does the whale know how they, they mate down near Hawaii, but they feed up in Alaska? I don't see any road signs for them. How do they? How do they? Every year they show up, and that's when the feeding is appropriate because all these little fish are there, and they eat them. And uh, it's it's a wild thing. You you watch the salmon, you know, going up the river. How do they know? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think that a lot of people should see this stuff because it's going to be being comfortable in saying, "Well, I'm (laughs) I'm here," but actually, that I mean, I think the Bible. In, in the whole Bible is actually giving us all of these ways of looking at life that actually starts to get you to the truth and beauty and mystery of things, which to me is the most imp- important position we can take in our lives. Striving for pu- uh, uh, beauty, living for truth, and accepting mystery.
0: Hmm. I love that.